Welcome to this week's episode of Rosé and Review. Before we get started, don't forget to check out WeaverBeaverProductions.com and follow us on all of our social media. You'll also find out tons of ways to support our new parent company and podcast, including subscribing to our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon has finally launched. Make sure to check it all out after this episode. But first, a word from our sponsor. Unless you're paying for ad-free content on Patreon, then on to the episode. Hey, before this episode starts, I wanted to give you some exciting news. I'm quitting my job and content creating full-time. I know, it's a little ambitious, but here we are. Not only will I be doing Rosé and Review, but I'm launching four more podcasts in the next couple months, so keep an eye out for those on all my social media. The other thing I wanted to note before the episode starts is that we are currently recording for Season 4 episodes, so for the next couple of weeks I'll be publishing never-before-heard episodes that were recorded quite a while ago. I apologize in advance for the crunchiness of them, but bear with us and soon you'll be getting all new content and even better audio quality. I really appreciate all the support and I'm so excited that I'll be doing this full time for you. Now, let's dive into the episode. I just read this I just read this comment of yours that says OMG, the men's group singers, gross. There were some episodes I was like live writing these comments. Like there's so many. Here's the one. Um don't boo them. Like it's yeah, I just there were so many moments that I was just like, the Adderall episode, wow. Oh like, my god. Just, <laughs> she just also, like all my gives typos, them to like, Terry, the woman that plays Terry. I forget her name. It's like Jocelyn something. Yeah, she's from she Heroes. Was, That's the only thing I know her. Yeah, from. she was on that podcast with Jenna and, and Kevin, and she's like the sweetest, most normal person. Like yeah. listening to her on this podcast, I was like, oh my god, you're so lovely, but you played such a fucking psycho <laughs> on the show. Like, I was like, oh my god, and they were just laughing at her because they were just like, your character was so ridiculous, and she was like, I know, I can't even like process like like how I tapped into that character like and they were like but you did it well like you did crazy well and I was like, like yeah, really. faked a pregnancy <laughs> like, for months mm-hmm. like basically seven six months to the point where your your fiance didn't know I mean that was Will was just a fucking moron but I mean like, but like let's talk about it like yeah. how the fuck you got a pillow wall and your wife doesn't want you to touch her belly I think there's a oh lot of God. red flags oh God, going on so many here. red flags holy so shit many red flags um like, he's Will is like this I think that they wanted him to have this like childlike innocence about him yeah but it just made him be like a fucking child like the whole time like he's supposed to be like like our ish age now like 32 to 35 or whatever like when the show starts and like I was just like oh my god it's like he's still in high school like he's just like such an idiot like he married I mean I guess it's like he is naive he married his high school sweetheart he's like still teaching in the same high school that he went to like he really hasn't like grown up and explored the world at all clearly has no friends other than a bunch of high schoolers like it's like it's, it's like it's funny that you say that because as I'm about to like move back home right mm-hmm. I have a lot of I have a few friends that I'm still friends with but there's a lot of people that I, like I know from high school that like teach at school with my mom and married mm-hmm. their high school sweetheart and like did this whole thing so it's like it did is their wives real... fake pregnancies <laughs> no I mean they have like 15 kids I'm like birth control's oh, yeah, real guys like you can true. stop having kids anytime now um 
whatever let me not kid shame um but like you know it is it's funny because it's like you're watching it you're like you that's gross but i think it's like for people like us we're like that's gross because yeah could never be me could never be me i couldn't have gotten out of my town fast enough i was like get me out right now and my brother and sister-in-law are like oh my god we're so excited like are you gonna be doing this and this and this it's like i'm gonna be hiding in my house (laughs) writing and podcasting never coming out yeah i'm not moving home as like a yay i'm back home it's gonna be like it was 14 years ago the fuck out of (laughs) here no um, no. <laughs> not uh, even. but yeah those people do exist and it's disgusting I mean like you know what let me not shame people for their lives but like trying to relive your gr- glory days is just it's, like not it's one thing do. if you do it but you still like I don't know like you travel or like you right like have friends in other places or like you at least visit Rotten other places but like, yeah but like the people that like literally just live in their hometown and they never leave and they never leave the state and they just like that's the only thing they know they like go to Applebee's every night and that's like their form of culture it's like I can't and the funny thing with is, that. Danny, <laughs> like, Applebee's in my town. So, like, what fucking restaurant? So, like, where to? are they going? That's right? like, I was speaking from my town because Applebee's right. is like the hot spot in That's my hometown. But, <laughs> but, yeah. in the Walmart parking lot is the hot spot. Ooh, town, God. Even my better. sister, like, Lord love her. We are so different. She's like, yeah, we just like hung out in the Walmart parking lot tonight. I'm like, excuse me? You're like, like, not now. She's 20, she's 27 now. She's yeah. not doing that. But like when she was in high school, she's like, yeah, that's just like what we did. I was like, that's disgusting. But to get back to the show, <laughs> um, who was your favorite character in the show uh, and why? And, and, and if you have multiple characters, which I hope you do, because I think that this show is something that like six seasons, if we're going to talk about it, you should have multiple characters. I have a couple. Um, yeah. But who, maybe who are your like, top three favorite characters? Obviously, we're going to have the same one. That I was going to say, I mean, say. Santana, I think I've gushed over yeah. plenty already. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just... I loved her voice like and I still love her voice like going yes. back I was just like oh like she has that like Amy Wine- Winehouse kind of like raspiness if you then, weren't gonna I- say that okay so I'm reading your questionnaire and I was like you know p- picking out some things to say and I'm like she doesn't say Amy Winehouse like that is so key Santana had an Amy Winehouse voice yeah. that I'm obsessed with I'm like and, R.I.P. Amy Winehouse we miss you and this was like- about the time that Amy Winehouse died because I think she yeah. died in 2007 so this was like pretty so they did give Santana a lot of Amy Winehouse songs yeah. which I was like yes please yes keep them coming um but then she could do like Whitney Houston and she could do like Broadway stuff she yep. did like freaking don't rain on my parade and in, in season five I think mm-hmm. and did it better than Leah Michelle did and I was like yeah. okay Santana like mm-hmm. I see you, you don't um, need to be a Jewish to sing the yeah, song <laughs> yeah exactly um and not to knock I mean I do Leah, Leah Michelle has a wonderful voice yes like I do love her voice but she's a terrible person yeah exactly <laughs> Um, I mean, you but, heard about all that stuff that came out about Oh, it, right? yeah. Recently, I mean, too. Is, like, while uh, I was watching the show, all this stuff was coming out. Like, while I was rewatching it, and I was like, yeah, She's not a um, great person. <laughs> well, and I mean, I, I had I had already known a lot of it because I read Naya Rivera's book, and oh, Rivera right, talks okay. about it a lot, because um, her and Leah Michelle had, like, a big feud, and I oh, think sure. a lot of people sided with Leah Michelle at the time because, like, she was more famous, and they were yeah. like, she must be right. But it's like, when you hear, when you read it in Naya's book, you're like, oh, my God this totally happened and like you were totally in the right it's just like so interesting yeah. to like see her side of the story but it's like and they basically like wrote her out of the show wrote Santana out of the show yeah. because of it and not like wrote her out I mean she kind of was like I'm done like when season six she was barely in it but but even so when season five is kind of when she come when she ends it 
Yeah, yeah, well, apparently yeah. the end of season five was when her and Lee Michelle had like their big feud, and then gotcha. Santana, the writers, like got all pissed at, at Naya, and then, but the, but she, they couldn't just cut her out completely because they needed right. like her in the story, so they only put her in a few episodes. And same, and then mm-hmm. Heather Morris, who played Brittany, had had a kid, so she was kind of like done too. She was like, yeah. so they were like, we're just gonna like write you guys getting married, and like that's that. Yeah. But the episodes where they propose or like where Santana proposes and the episode where they get married are literally the only highlights of season six. So I was like- Episodes three and eight, bitches, which I will watch. Yeah, I was like, these bitches showed up for two episodes and like completely stole the season. So like, and those are like two of the best episodes in the show, I think. But oh, amazing. so Santana and Brittany, I do love the character of Brittany too. I think she's ridiculous. And yeah. Just so stupid. And so, and I just, I think that it's a testament to both of those actors that like, they were literally written as background characters. They were never supposed to be- like regulars on the show you know it was like they just kind of sat in the background and like it was a testament to their chemistry they just had this amazing chemistry I mean they became best friends like off screen immediately Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they just Brittany would say the stupid comments Santana would just make like a face and it would be like get caught on camera and everyone all of a sudden like wanted to know these characters and then yeah before we knew it they like were stealing the show because that was like the only I cared about their gay storyline more than I cared about <laughs> Blaine and Kurt. Way more. Yeah. I was like, I don't care about this. But anyway, so Santana, Brittany, um, I do, I do like Sue Sylvester. She gets a little tyranty like later on, but the yeah. first couple seasons, she's really fucking funny. Like she has some really interesting, like just her rants. Like she'll just rant for like two minutes straight and I'm just like wow that's, I mean Jane Lynch is just like an amazing actress and can do anything yeah. and so I did I like I thought her character was interesting obviously she's not a nice character or a relatable character but I think no she, I mean she like, gave you some Trump energy like for sure yeah and and now like having Donald Trump in office it's, it's right. I like her less because I'm like oh god this is a little too real you go back it's and like, you're like oh god <laughs> the whole point of her was like it was the whole thing I talked about at the beginning was like where they were trying to push like how ridiculous can we yes. make it where like this person in power says these things yes. and gets away with it like how silly how stupid right. and then now and so in 2009 it was like haha that's hilarious because like this bitch would never be allowed to work in a school right. or work with children <laughs> or like be a leader of any kind and then now here we are the leader this, of the like, free world and you're idiot like oh, in office and we're like oh god like terrible. this really happened like and so yeah. it's a little different now watching it back because I'm like oh it's scary um because before it just seemed like this like unattainable like amount of idiocy that would never be respected with Sue Sylvester but now it's like 100%. So it's uh so it's and which is like it's kind of just makes it humorous like watching Glee now now because of that because you're like wow Susan Vessler is real and she's in the White House now her name is Donald Trump Uh, but But I mean I think it's 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 so interesting you say that she's one of the favorite characters because she really is a a caricature right like she Mm -hmm. really is such a like like you said she pushes the realist the ridiculous boundaries and back in the day we're like this bitch the fuck saying all this crazy ass racist homophobic shit but also she 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 maybe was the the most deep character because she had all of this love and this like yeah. weird she's like that villain that has a heart she's like the Grinch kind of yeah like which a, I think is a why racist I like homophobic her. Grinch <laughs> like, I tend to I tend to always fall for like the characters where you never really know where they stand like yeah. I always liked like I always compare it to like did you ever watch Lost yes like you know like the character Benjamin Linus who was like. Yes the villain but then he was like a good character but then he was then he would do something horrible and then mm-hmm. he would like and you like never knew you were like jesus christ are you like on the good side or on the bad side like what are right. you and i like 
even though it was frustrating as a viewer, I always love those characters. Like the yeah. ones where you don't really know where like you think you have them pegged and then they like do a 180 on you. And because yeah. like Santana said some horrible shit, but she was, you always knew that she was a good person at heart. Like she right. always, she's just a girl that was like angry and didn't, you know, was finding her identity and whatever. And it's like, angry she was at the like, system. Like she's angry yeah, at a system exactly. that's oppressing her. So she was dealt a bad hand out. and so yeah. she was angry about it and she was yeah. like expressing it in music and yep. you know and that's and she was a kid so like you can't really blame her but like sue was like a grown-ass woman who was teaching yes. children and was acting this way and Just that was when all it sorts was of like, reckless <laughs> yeah and it was like okay well this is like a different story completely because this is like a person that people have entrusted with their children's well-being and uh and she like ran for political office i mean there was like like all sorts of leadership things with sue and so but at the time i just thought she was funny because i was like this is just hilarious because this would never happen like it was so unrealistic that like anyone like that would ever be around children or like be allowed to teach and but then she would have these soft side like her relationship with becky is like really sweet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, so like that was always like a big and like her relationship with her sister yeah and even like she has this kind of protectiveness over like quinn and santana like her cheerios that's like kind of sweet sometimes and so it's like you do see these soft you know points with her and it makes you like it's like oh i don't know where i stand with you because i hated you a second ago but now i kind of like you and i just like complex characters like that so i think i i think i did like sue just for that reason um so yeah i think santana Brittany, and sue basically the cheerios i love it i I do love puck too i like it's funny i used to not like puck when i watched it in 2009 i've definitely noticed with myself this is just like a side note but i used to always like like the good guy character like i used to always have a crush on like dean from gilmore girls and like dawson from dawson's creek and like all these like all these great like love triangle type of things and then now as an adult i'm like oh fuck dean like i like jess way better and like i like casey way better in dawson's creek and now like watching it back like i used to like finn when i was like like in 2009 and i'm like oh i'm so puck like i love puck he's like so hot and like got that badass thing going and his voice is sexy like so i'm all about i mean the real person was trash (laughs) and like Yes. oh yeah and that was well, another early, early I mean, death unfortunately well, too death but. and went to jail for child pornography like yeah the glee curse is fucking real y'all like God. it is insane um no those are some good characters i think for me my top three would be obviously santana like we talked about this. i was texting you i was like santana's my bitch i love her yeah. she's amazing santana, like, i want to be friends with santana forever um, like i want yeah. her to be, i want her to read me and then let me be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. But also that was very accurate. So like, okay, so I'm going to listen to you for totally. a Totally. Um, I think, so for me, I, Brittany is not one of my characters, but I want to talk about, like, I think what Brittany represents on um, this show is the, the how the American education system fails children and mm. how Brittany is a product of that. And I think that, you know, mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit more about representation in a minute, but I think that th- it's so pointed that you bring up, like, you know, how just how, like, she was and how brilliant she was and how that that person just acted in that character and what she represented i mean she represented this this girl who clearly is struggling and doesn't understand like it's failing it's failing the system and the system is not there to help her and like in this 2020 world that we're in where we're looking at all these systems and like defund the police and like all that shit like education is failing our children and it has been for years and like you know, I know a lot of people, especially even in my family, where it's like, they just did not thrive because you were forced to do X, Y, and Z and mm-hmm. things that are just not in their wheelhouse or like, 
you know, there's a certain expectation of, of, of goals you need to reach in high school. And it's just like unobtainable. It doesn't make sense. And it's very frustrating to rewatch this and see that like she fully failed senior year and had to redo yeah. it and still wasn't doing great. And they're just like, okay, great. We're, you're, you're an adult now. So let's just go let you be in the world. Yeah. Like no sort of guidance, but. Yeah. And I, I think it's like her brain worked differently clearly yes. and no one embraced that except yes. Santana, which I think yes. is like the most beautiful thing about the relationship. It's like, like Brittany embraced Santana. Everyone thought Santana was a bitch you know and, and she was a little bit but like she also was a really good person like she was never a bitch to Britney she was always right. so wonderful to Britney and so Britney saw like the real her you know yeah. and then same with Britney like everyone thought that she was just like this idiot and she was so stupid except Santana Santana and like knew that Britney that there was more to her and she like understood the way her brain worked and was like really patient with her and like yes. and I was just like I, that to me is like the best representation of a relationship on the show because yes. I just feel like they embraced each other's weaknesses and like realized that they, they they weren't these things that the world thought that they were and like they were able to like and so I that's for me like I just think that that relationship was like the healthiest strongest one on the show and that's why I'm so glad that like if anyone was to get married on the show that was the one that that ended that way you know because it's like because yeah and I think Brittany even says in her vows at the wedding I can't remember exactly but she says something like the world had let me down given up on me because my brain worked differently but you were always there for me like that's like yes. something she says to Santana like yes. at the wedding and I was like that's so true mm -hmm. like the world had let you down like this everyone just like you know probably saw her take a test when she was like seven and she probably did badly and then they were just like oh she's a lost cause and dumb. just like gave up yeah. on her you know exactly. and that's yeah and that's a thing that even I see like as a music teacher like it's like if someone's not like because obviously some people are born with more musical aptitude than others. Yeah. But it can be learned, you know, like yes. it can be learned. But, um, and I, I see people all the time around me who like see a six-year-old that, you know, has like zero rhythm or zero like pitch, they can't match pitch or whatever. And they just give up on them. They just are like, oh, whatever, like lost cause. And they don't like no work with them and help yeah. them like build it. It's like, no, just like relate to them and find a way for them, like give them exercises to practice, find a way to like, make them still excited about music, even if they're not great at it yet, because once yeah. they're good at it, they'll, they'll want to practice and they'll be like motivated, but 100%. you have to like find something in them that will like, cause Brittany, it was like, she wasn't motivated to do school because no one was motivated to help her. And so she just was like, she just accepted the fact that she was an idiot and just like had that be her identity for all of Absolutely. high school, which is. Shout out to Danny being an amazing teacher, clearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> So then my other two characters, just really quickly, because we also are oh, like- Oh, no, sorry. Getting, no, we no, no. On, I mean, like, yeah. we have a couple more questions and we're like getting on time. This is why I love this <laughs> podcast. I was like, we could go for fucking days. Yeah. Um, my other two characters, I think, would be um, Noah, not Noah Puckerman, the younger Puckerman. Oh, Jake. Jake Puckerman. Mm -hmm. I loved him. He I was him. weird. He was, but he took dance classes. He was a great singer, like- He's beautiful. He's um, so beautiful. Hottest guy on the show, for hottest sure. Hottest guy on the show. <laughs> like, uh, it's hard to deal with that. Um, and like, yeah, his character was maybe a little bit fucked up, but I think I just loved the the kind of like, it's kind of like with Stu, there's a depth there that like we didn't really know just based on the cover. And once you get to mm -hmm. know him, you're like, oh, bitch, we got a lot to learn about you. Yeah. Um, I thought that was he was beautiful. He was the only character on like season four that I really liked. Yes. Actually, I kind of liked Kitty too, like the yeah. new bitchy cheerleader, but that was like it. I didn't really, the other characters, I was like, whatever. Right. Well, yeah. so then I think my next, the next character is a tie. 
it's Blaine and Unique. I think that like the two of them tie for number mm-hmm. three for me. Blaine, I loved. I loved his story. I love. I met him one time. He's so sweet. He's the nicest person. Also, like we went to school with someone who was like really good friends with him. Um, I don't know if you know. We did. Well, do you know Ryan? Oh, I I know of him. I know. Yeah, he was well. He was an ambassador with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How I know him, but he went to high school with um. Darren Um, Chris Darren Chris and like I when I met Darren and so I wanted to call if Ryan listens this is gonna be funny but like I met Darren Chris at this like um fashion night out party in New York years ago and this was back when like Lee was still kind of on TV and I he was like I was like oh my god like you're so sweet like I love you your character blah 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 blah. and I was like also I think like we have a friend in common and I was trying to call Ryan on his shit because for years Ryan's like we're friends like I know this guy like blah blah yeah yeah like prove it um and so when I was like <laughs> he was like call you right Darren I said to Darren I was like oh like Ryan Aguirre he's like oh my god Ryan yes Ryan is like so sweet and I was like son of a bitch you're like shit he was wow, I was really trying to call his bluff <laughs> well okay I'm gonna go get another drink have a little yeah evening. I will uh talk to you later um <laughs> oh my god that's good though because Ryan at least gave you like a talking point yeah to talk right? to Darren Chris so and, and you I guys will he, forever have that in common you and Darren 100% and I had that photo of me and Darren it was super cute it was that some fucking um oh my god what was her name that celebrity stylist that used to be on E I can't even remember her name anymore it doesn't matter it was like at her party I was like mm. what the fuck am I doing here um <laughs> but anyway and then unique I think Alex Newell like I and I've also I met Alex Newell too I met him at a oh really at a drag party in New York five four years ago this was the same night that i bought naomi smalls a drink and hit on Naomi. oh smalls. yeah and he was yeah, so yeah. sweet to me and he was really nice yeah yes. like, <laughs> like kissed me on the cheek. he was like thank you so much for the drink and i was like absolutely uh, and then while he walked away and i was like wait was that naomi smalls <laughs> oh you didn't even know it was him. No, i was like oh, so yeah. used to naomi in drag yeah, yeah, yeah right after season eight of rupaul's drag race so i was like so used to Naomi and drag and then like yeah I bought him a drink at the bar and I'm like look at this handsome man like hey what's up <laughs> this and, tall glass of water right and then I was like <laughs> he walked away he's so so sweet and walked away and then I was like what the fuck was that Naomi Small? <laughs> 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 and he was Alex Newell and so like I said hello to them and they were all very nice but I think also his character is just was so revolutionary for the show yeah really totally representative like representative okay representative we got two more podcasts to go and i'm gonna fill (laughs) up in a second but um yeah so i really loved what like he as a trans like i know i don't i don't i don't know if alex newell is trans i I actually don't think he is i don't think so i don't know i don't really know either but 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 i appreciated what they brought in that storyline about the trans who wanted to be in the you know was like i don't fit in the with the boys and i can't fit in the girls bathroom but the I just really appreciated that storyline because yeah. it was something we definitely didn't see in 20, what, 2011, 2012 yeah. came on. Well, and they, they actually do it with coach beast in season six, which yes. was, which was okay. super interesting. And like, it was like, I remember thinking, I think for me, that might've been the first time I'd seen like a transitioning process, like in TV, like represented on yeah. TV. And that was like, kind of one that like, made sense because I was like oh like she had always been like kind of more masculine and like mm-hmm. you know like made fun of and it kind of made sense but it it was kind of frustrating because it was only really focused on for like one episode yeah. like they were just like this happened the transition to bye and like that was like that was and so I was like I appreciate that you touched on it but I wish it had like gone deeper into that because it was so it's such a like it was just like a blip in the glee world it was like yeah. all of a sudden we have this like 
transition process with peace and I was like whoa it's so cool and then before I could even process it it was like over and I was like oh okay well, I think they did that with a lot of those kind of but, stories right? like, like the shooter storyline was like really quick and like yeah like the abuse story the abuse story, story like so mm -hmm. I feel like they, there's a lot they're like we're talking about heavy shit we're not going to dwell on it so like yeah well it was like they wanted to cover everything they're like we're going to cover all this revolutionary like new yeah. stuff but like it was like too much for yeah. one show so it was like okay just pick a few 100%. things but yeah alex's character they dove into that more obviously which was which was really cool to see because and i think seeing like that character be really bullied and stuff yeah. and like it was to me that character's bullying story was like more relevant than like kurt's like i was yes. like this actually is like you know kind of groundbreaking and like new for tv and whereas like kurt's was like eh, whatever but 100 yeah. um and so uh, well, we have a couple more questions left, but like I think the two that I'd like to cover is like one is who was your least favorite character, and then which character did you identify with if you did identify with anyone? Um. So my least I'm favorite with you character on your response is Will. Of I hate Will so much. Oh, Will like, Schuster can go second. Really, He's really hated yeah. Will. Oh, I like I. I actually feel bad saying that like as a music teacher it's like yeah. I'm hating the music teacher on the show which is like super unfortunate but I just like I and I, I actually like I do appreciate Will's like way of teaching like I yeah. like that like each week in Glee was like a different lesson I thought that was really cool it's like yeah. you know he would apply like what was going on in the kids lives to like a lesson like if there was a lot of like breakups and stuff happening he would like have them do the rumors album by Fleetwood Mac because that band was like a very like incestuous band and like yeah. and so it was like you know he was really good at that so he's like a good teacher he's just so freaking like person. annoying and it's just like he needs to like get out of high school he's like literally still living in high school and he's like even like when he remarries he remarries somebody from high school like yeah. you know the guidance counselor in high school all his friends are like in high school and it's and or even like when they and even, graduated and even like, when they graduate it's like finn is still the best man in his wedding it's like oh my god do you not have friends like i don't right? I, it's just like this is a night this like, is a 19 year old boy who's your yeah. fucking best man yeah it's like god you're like a 35 year old man mm. do you really not have any other people in your life like i just yeah. wish that once they would have showed will with like other friends but right. um and then like yeah and he just gets like too invested and then like the episode where like leah michelle's character has like a crush on him that he, like, so uncomfortable. It's he so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And he just like goes with it. And and like it's just no, yeah, he's just so uncomfortable. Like, this happens all the time and it ruins these girls' lives. Motherfucker, maybe stop leading them on. Cause like not for nothing, you are victim shaming. Cause like, yeah. let's be real, you are doing some crazy fucking flirty shit and it's getting weird. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. And like he like start wants to star in Rocky Horror when they're doing Rocky yes. Horror. He's like, I'll just do it. And like is like running around shirtless. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like you would never be able to do that in the real world. Like Side I just, note, like ugh. the sweet transvestites, one of my favorite covers of all oh time. Oh my god. Amber so Riley good. needs to play like if they ever do a Rocky remake and Amber Riley is not that character, I'm gonna be yeah. so mad. No, so they mad. have to. That's like that the Rocky Horror episode's actually amazing. Yeah. And it's like it's actually Naya Rivera's lips at the beginning. And yes. that was her first solo she ever had on Glee was like the beginning number of that. Like yeah, it was that. oh my god, and Cord Overstreet in <laughs> his little gold short. Like it's just that's yes. such a great episode. Yes. It's really good. Um, um so yeah, so that's my least favorite. 
Um, what was the other question? Which character? Is there identify? anybody you identify with? You don't have to, but if there was anybody, I so I don't really identify completely with one character because like all these characters are a little bit like over exaggerated and ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I. I do like there are parts of characters that I remember like relating to when I first watched the show like like I think with Finn even though Finn's like kind of an asshole as we established yeah. I definitely in high school was kind of a Finn like I really related to the like juggling of sports and music that he yeah. had to do that was like a very real thing for me like I because I played like soccer basketball and tennis in high school Jesus and girl. then I also was like obviously very involved in music and stuff so I was yeah. like um and I never really thought that like sports was going to be a career for me or anything but I was like you know I made commitments to these teams and stuff Absolutely. obviously so I had to like do them and do them well and like um and I actually didn't for most of high school really see music as like a career choice either it wasn't until like later when my mom like convinced me that I should go for it for that but like so I yeah I was just very like kind of like Finn where I was just like oh like I don't want to let like my sports guys down but I don't want to let my music people down and like I was so it was a lot of like juggling I remember there was like a few times where like I had to either choose like you know like a basketball game or like a you know orchestra concert or whatever like because they're fall on the same day and there's like a couple times in Glee where like that's a thing with like Finn and Santana and Brittany like all yeah. the people mm -hmm. that are and I was like oh that was like so me in high school and then I I kind of relate to Rachel in the way of like she's an annoying character um but like she I do like admire and respect and kind of relate to her like her drive and her like overachieving attitude you know where she yeah. just she's just so focused and so driven and I think to like find someone like that in high school is very interesting and I was kind of like that too especially once I did determine that like music was going to be my path I was just very like tunnel vision like <clears> one track minded and I really didn't like date a lot in high school or like party a lot in high school because right. I was so like like need to get to college need to get to like out of this town need to achieve my dream like that I was just right. so like focused and so I like definitely relate to Rachel in that way and then I think I kind of relate to Santana just in the way that like I um you know I wasn't like Santana was like you know living in fear a little bit in high school and yeah. I obviously wasn't like a lesbian and I wasn't dealing with the same issues that she was but I was I think everyone lives a little bit in fear in high school like yeah. just like finding evolution kind of like you know accepting who you are and like letting the world see really who you are and high school yeah. is something you can hide behind with that know. and like as you get older obviously like when you decide where you're going to school and where you're going to live that's like a big decision and when you kind of reveal to the world like what your dreams are and who you mm -hmm. are and so you know I think during Santana's whole kind of like not even her coming out story but like there's a whole episode where Will's really trying to like push the seniors to like determine what their direction is going to be. I think it's like the disco episode yeah, where it's yeah, like he's yeah. trying to get them to like. And I remember Santana was just like, I don't like know. Finn, like, Santana, and Amber Riley who were like, yeah, directionless like floundering. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they were like kind of floundering. And I remember Santana was like, you know, she had this cheer scholarship, but she's also like in love with Brittany and she had all these things holding her back. And like, I remember just kind of feeling that way. Like, I was like, I like had gotten accepted into schools but I also was just like do I want to move this far away from home yeah. and like and so yeah. that I remember just like really relating in that episode I was like oh this feels yeah. really real but yeah so kind of a combo of those three characters I think I love that that was beautiful thank you for sharing <laughs> that with us that was that was gorgeous when was the last time you said damn 
I can't wait to talk to my market research team. Never. Well, folks, times are a-changing, and it's 2022. How? And it's time for your research and your research team to get caught up. Hootology is a modernized market research team, helping you gather meaningful information to make your next big strategic decision. Gee whiz, if you heard that and thought, that sounds really helpful, mister, you'd be right. It is. So helpful that half of the Fortune 100s have worked with Hootology. she fancy So that. make sure to check out Hootology and what they can offer you by going to www.hootology.com. That's www.hootology.com. And use code B-E-A-V-E-R or Beaver to get a 10% discount on your first project. Now get out there and start doing some market research. Maybe we'll actually find out why Lovecraft Country was canceled. Uh, for me, my least favorite character, it might be Will too, but like we're just gonna beat a dead horse with that one. Trash. Like we all know he's trash. That's the end of it. Um, trash. Characters that I identify with, I think the number one one is Rachel Berry because I was really that, and I hate it. I could see that, you being that way in high school too. I'm yeah. mad about it. Like rewatching this, I'm like, you are such a garbage person. But like, I was so like every you know by by sophomore, if not ju- if, if junior year for sure, but if not by sophomore year, I was like, I don't understand why I don't have the lead in the play. I'm clearly the best actor that you have <laughs> in this school. Like, where are you looking? for another lead you think i can't play straight i'll fucking kiss a girl right now like what um and like well so you were like, like weren't out at that right. point anyway i know i was so, so far yeah. in the closet that i was like horse on yeah. straight i can be straight i've been <laughs> acting this way my whole life um and i was like yeah. section leader in choir and like the fact that i didn't make so there was like three levels of choir in my high school and my freshman year i was like obviously i'm gonna be in the high choir like I, yeah beautiful obviously I'm the voice of an angel like <laughs> Why would they not? And the the choir teacher tried to humble me, and I was like, "Okay, bitch, bet. All right, enemies now. I see you. Like, cool, great. I'll see you uh, in a year." And then a year later, I was yeah. in the advanced choir. She's like, "I just didn't feel like you were ready to be in it freshman." I'm like, "Okay, cool, <laughs> cool, honey. That's great." Cut to me being section leader and winning the choral award senior year. Like, bitch, I showed you. And like, I won all these awards for singing. Like, I used to go to singing competitions. Like, I was yeah. Rachel Berry. You were Rachel Berry. Oh my God. I never really realized like how like Rachel would, Berry like you were, but you were. <laughs> I wanted so to go to funny. like sophomore year of college of high school, junior year of high school. I was like ready to go to like start auditioning for Juilliard. Like I was like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna do with my life. And then I was like, oh wait, I'm not like that great of a singer. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I, I want to make money. So like, right. What Fair. am I going to do? So that's why yeah. I why you to like expand my options. But even in yeah. NYU, I was constantly like doing artsy stuff. I did plays. I did. Yeah. And you did like student government and stuff at NYU yeah. too. So like yeah, you were I very like. A lot of that. I was a mess. Yeah. And that's also in high school. I was like president of everything, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think then like the, the flip side of that is I was the like as popular as Santana, which is like, mm-hmm. I don't want to like, like I look back in high school and was like, I was very well loved. I think that people loved yeah. me. People might have fucking Same. hated me. I-, I feel like I have one of those misconstrued concepts of high school where I'm yes. like, everyone loved each other like I had lots of friends I had a like, great obviously, time. obviously that wasn't everyone's experience but like right. for me high school was great I had like tons of friends I was on like all the sports teams and absolutely I, was, like, I had tons person. of friends like, yeah lovely like, to me teachers loved me like yeah I was I a good was, student like yes. I was like 
Mm-hmm. I was homecoming king. Like, I was like, people must, you voted for me. People yeah. must like me. Like, this was a voting, this this was, if we could, this is literally a popularity contest. Yeah. And yep. I got the crown that I have in my apartment <laughs> still. Like, I'm just That's like, amazing. you know, I look back on it and I'm like, I think, and I also think that I was nice to people. I don't think I was that yeah. like, like, I don't think I was Santana in the sense of like, I was mean right. to people, but Santana was just like weirdly so popular. And I feel like that's like who I was too. And especially like being in the closet, I was like, please don't tell anybody my secret. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think in high school, I like, in high school, I definitely didn't like make out with guys and then be like, don't talk about it. Like, I mean, there's yeah. a couple guys from high school, maybe, but like it wasn't more until college when I started experimenting and I was like, oh, okay, no, I am a flaming homosexual. <laughs> um, but yeah. so I think that those are, that's kind of like the mix is the Rachel Santana mix yeah. for me. Yeah, it's uh, funny. I feel like we were, I feel like we would have been friends in high school. A hundred percent. Like we were been. like the same, like we were both kind of like the overachieving, like we're in every club yes. type of person. We were like, in clubs together. We were like, in yeah. the top classes together. Yep. You would have gone to band. I was in choir. Like I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in a second. Yeah, exactly. See you after. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, the uh, choir room and the band room were always in the back by the auditorium. Like in yeah. my high school, at least like that's where we, we would have been like on homecoming court together. Yes. Like all this stuff. Like, I was on homecoming court three yeah. years in a row. Like, oh my God. You were only allowed to do it as a senior in my school so but yeah for my school it's like every every grade had their court but you could only win um queen and king your senior year so yeah freshman year court which it was so weird so it's so funny i think like freshman year court was like two two a boy and a girl which is like you know whatever gender yeah but that's another time and then sophomore (laughs) right sophomore year they get two couples junior year they get three couples and senior year there's four couples and then of the four oh. couples you vote for the king and queen so yeah. i was on it sophomore junior senior year um and then i won um, oh, but also i was like flip. well it's funny i think the only reason i won is because people knew who i was it wasn't that i was yeah. popular it's like i was president of student council i was doing all, like the bonfires i was doing all these like crazy events so people saw my face like i wasn't yeah. a jock so the only the only other people on the court were like jocks yeah because like they knew football and they knew soccer and like for me it was like nice to see like some representation of like he's in all the plays he's like the leader right. of the student government like that's yeah. like I don't know whatever like I, I didn't I had loved high school like I did too like, I, I think about that school. all the time I'm like I had a great time in high school like I, I wish I could time. go back honestly like, right like a high school and was I, lovely. I think about it all the time like I'm like was I I wasn't like a Santana was I because then I'm like well, no I was like nice to people like I like people liked me like I was you know voted senior class president and like all this stuff like and I was like and I remember like reading uh, so as senior class president I actually had to read the names at graduation like and I remember looking at everyone's names like I had to like kind of study them the night before to like make sure I could like pronounce everyone's names and I remember reading them and being like I know all of these names like I knew everyone in high school like I was like I was like because I was like in band I had friends that were like band geeks but then I also had friends that were like on sports team I had student government like I had so I like knew most people and so that was like to me that's what I think about I'm like okay I like knew everyone's name that's like it's not like I was like in my own little like world like click way like I was like you know nice I think I mean and and honestly that is (laughs) the the same thing that I struggle with because I'm like I hope that I was nice because looking back I think I was nice I mean I also like I'm friends with some of these people on Facebook that like I know got picked on in high school but like I liked them I was like yeah lovely to them and they're still friends with me so the fact that I feel like they've accepted my friend request years (laughs) later or like or like like my things on Facebook you know I guess like that's Mm -hmm. such a fucking fucked up way to like 
you know. <laughs> they like me on Facebook. Right. They're, they're like, they like my status. They must still yeah. like think I'm a nice person. Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking. But like cut to, uh, you know, maybe someday I blow up and they're like out of the woodwork. People are like, you were a fucking asshole. It could, it could happen. Like <laughs> it could go either way. Yeah. It, honestly, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, let's do my, I have one question that I really want to ask and then we'll do like our last call. <laughs> Um, okay. on this episode because we are we are pushing a little bit over say, an hour. are we like way over uh, not, not actually not terribly i mean okay. we had a, we had a te- for those listening <laughs> we had a technical glitch where mitchell's computer <laughs> totally died we had so, a big technical difficulty so. this audio is going to be interesting um i'm also like danny thank you so much for being a guinea pig because i so danny's my first zoom podcast and Yay. i'm trying to figure out how to to do that because most of them have been in person in my apartment so um so thank you but the, the next question I want to ask is, um, what were your top three cameos? Because there's a right. lot of cameos. celebrity cameos. Oh in this right? You have like, from Kristen Chenoweth to like Sarah Jessica yes. Parker and everybody. I mean, there's John Stamos I forgot about. Like, oh my God, he's of, in Rocky Horror too. Yeah. Oh, there's a gosh. ton. And you get Nene Leakes, which made no sense. But oh like, my God, yeah, totally right? made no sense. <laughs> like, there's so a funny. ton of celebrity cameos throughout. So who are, are kind of, for you, the top three kind of cameos? Oh, man. This is like hard. I have to think, think about this. I, um... I think that Gwyneth Paltrow's character is really oh God, interesting. I Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, yeah okay. like she's annoying kind of, like the character, yeah. but like I respect her character because she's kind of the character that they literally bring in on the show. She comes in like once every season or like a couple times a season, <laughs> like dates Will for a little bit, yeah. but they like literally bring her on the show to like tell it like it is, like to yes. just like drop a truth bomb every once in a and, while. Like, kind like of course and... correct the story, like the story's yeah. going over here and she's like, she's like let's bring it back and she she sometimes like blatantly even like calls out the writers like she'll just be like last week you were dating this person and now you're dating this person this story makes no sense like she'll just like say shit like that and you're like oh my god hilarious like it's like um so i love i just thought her character was like hilarious yeah um i like Idina Menzel on the show as well yes I thought that like and also like I remember when she came on the show it was a big deal because there was like this rumor that she was coming on the show and everyone was like oh I bet she's gonna play Rachel's mom because her and Leah Michelle look so much alike and obviously yeah. like Rachel's adopted so it's this whole like and then she was her mom but it's they people like say whatever they want about Idina Menzel but I will say their version, hers and Leah Michelle's version of Poker Face. Oh yeah, is one of my favorite things to have come out of Glee. Like oh, I think that yes. version is incredible. Yeah, it's like, and actually, I on that podcast with Kevin McHale and Jenna Oshko, they say that like they still listen to that version. They're like, we don't listen to Glee music anymore, but like that song holds up. Like they're like, we listen to that version yes. all the time. It's like great. Like her and Leah Absolutely. Michelle did have some crazy like vocal chemistry on yes. that show. Um, Completely agree. Did not like when she dated Will. I don't know why Will got to date all these like amazing like, women because he's why a loser. Why was he but... so enticing to these people? <laughs> yeah, garbage, I was like, people. I would never date him and no, no one ever should. Like Adina Menzel was way too cool to date him. Yeah. But I liked her character. And then <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. My God, you took one of them from me. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Jeff Sorry, Goldblum I knew, forever. I knew you were going to say yeah. Jeff Goldblum. So I was like, do I say it? But yeah. You definitely I mean, say it because he he's beautiful. <laughs> He was amazing. Oh my god, I love Jeff Goldblum. Like uh, him learning how to tuck on Drag Race is still. A oh my god! Like he that was episode, like, last season's episode of him on Drag Race was like 
the best thing ever. She was like, what's tucking? And I was like, oh, let someone describe it to this man. Like, let that, that is a moment. And, he, and I love that he played a gay dad and he played it very well. He like, did. He played it really like, convincingly. Like, I don't, I don't sure actually know fluid. who the I'm other sure guy, he must be. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who the other guy is that played like his partner. I, I, I think he's I, like, famous too, but I think he's more, maybe more famous like in the Broadway realm. Yeah, because, I think like, he's like a Broadway guy. But yeah. I, they were like they were super cute together. I liked Definitely. their chemistry a lot. I was like, I don't know who you are, but you're cute. Hundred percent. So yes, Jeff Goldblum was definitely like a cameo, like for me. Yeah. Um, Christian Chenoweth, I am obsessed with Christian Chenoweth. Like, I'm still mm-hmm. mad that American Gods and her couldn't work it out because she was on American God season one. And oh, then something happened with the writers where she didn't like the direction they were going or something, something. So there was like this feud. Mm-hmm. So she didn't show up in season two. And I'm still mad that like, they couldn't make it work. Cause Christian channel with like good Christian bitches. I've been following Christian channel career for years. Like I'm like oh, yeah. in things more often. Like I love Christian channel and she can say, I think the version of, um, Maybe this time with her and Lou oh, Michelle. Bye. So good. Yeah. I listen to that so song good. constantly. Yeah. Um, her, yeah. She's ugh, she's so like little and tiny, yes. but then like the giant voice comes out of her. It's like, <laughs> I guess the played... same, the same can be said for Leah Michelle too. It's like yes. these tiny little women that can sing. It's like amazing. And she but... played this like crazy booze hound. Like, oh my God. Slut. I loved it. I like loved who it. was like squatting at some like mansion when Will found her. Like, oh my god! I was oh like, god. what the like, hell? Like, owned a roller rink. Like, <laughs> this bitch was all over the map, and I loved it. Oh I god. loved her cameo. Then yeah. my third one was Ricky Martin. Ugh, obviously. What the fuck? I didn't even remember the Ricky Martin episode, and he somehow like a teeth model, and that definitely <laughs> tracks. But like, it was just like, he, I mean, for those of you who are listening, if you have seen any tweet or any sort of Instagram story on my personal stuff, Ricky Martin could stomp on my throat and spit in my face and then literally pee on my grave. And I would be like, thank you. Like, I am obsessed with that man. Like, I am ready to be a nanny to his children and be a thruple in his marriage. Like, I am ready. Like, I have loved Ricky Martin since the 90s. Like, I knew I was gay when Living La Vida Loca came out with the candle wax. And I was like, wow, that is Uh. doing a lot for me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky Martin helped you realize your identity. 100%. I hope he listens to this someday and I'll be like boo call me I will say um, that his episode of Glee too I thought was really cool because it was it gave Santana a chance to talk about like him and Santana to talk about like you know like Latin yes. Puerto Rican culture yes. because like you know the, the whole episode is about how Will's like supposed to be a Spanish teacher but he like literally can't speak Spanish and it's like really offensive right. and then he does that whole like matador number that's so offensive and Santana li- calls him out on it like which is really cool for like a teenage yes. girl to call out her teacher and be like you're an idiot and like misinformed and yes. like shouldn't be teaching what you're teaching you know like she like 100%. calls him out on it and then her and Ricky Martin like do a number together with like lasers which is like uh, amazing beautiful. but like but like I was like what a cool like episode to like actually because I was like I'm glad someone's bringing this up because yeah he does fucking suck at Spanish and he's a Spanish teacher like it makes no sense like, it was so cool. and- like the episode opens and like he's saying some Spanish he's doing the la cucaracha and you're like yeah this motherfucker like, and then the he goes hell? to Ricky Martin's Spanish class and Ricky's like oh you teach, teach Spanish and starts speaking to him in Spanish and he's like mm-hmm 
motherfucker get out of here like go that was also like another inconsistency with the glee writing because at the beginning of the show like if you watch like the first yes. couple episodes yes. he does speak spanish really well yes and then somehow it like morphs into him being really bad at spanish and it's like that's just and like a little bit of a plot whole plot right. loop i guess but like but it's like i'm glad that someone you know called him out on it and that will at least had the grace to like give him the job at the well, end to be i mean like, if he like if he didn't it would have been like what the fuck motherfucker. it would have been but, like yeah but I, I agree with you because it is a plot hole right like or, or whatever because like he did speak like fluent spanish like yeah. in the beginning like and i and i said fluent in quotes for those listening yeah, yeah. And not watching it was the like video fluent spanish yeah. spanish in the beginning and then all of a sudden he's like spanish dumb and it's like how the fuck do you yeah. get a job teaching spanish if you don't know spanish like yeah like the one. public school system's not that bad they wouldn't have hired you oh, like ever exactly <laughs> and so that, that clearly was just the writers were like oh, we just want him to be the glee director we don't know yeah how exactly. happened, so we're like we want ricky martin, ricky martin. right <laughs> yeah well and i like my favorite line in that episode is santana says like she says he says something like this is my career and like, you know, you're not taking this seriously. And Santana's like, and this is my education and it's not a joke to me. And I was yeah. like, <gasps> like wow. applause. Right? I was like, that's like amazing that she said that. Cause like a, a you know, 17 year old kid saying that is like, that's absolutely. And standing like, up for like, like, I speak Spanish in my house and you're out here fucking up my, this is language and acting like you're yeah. a fucking expert. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, no time for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Ricky Martin. Like that's a good me. episode. Ugh, call Ricky me. Um, okay, so last call. This is what we do on Rose and Rewind. Uh, last call is kind of just your last thoughts on um, the show as a whole. Anything you want to say that you felt like you haven't said that you'd like to give you know some sort of air to and like um, you know just like kind of your last thoughts on Glee. You know we're we're gonna we're about to close this Glee chapter, but like any Glee kind of chapter of our right? life kind of thank god but also a little bit sad it's like it's i know sad, right <laughs> right um but so last call on 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 glee um i think i mean we've covered a lot but i think i like um yeah i mean i still glee will always hold like a place in my heart i think for how groundbreaking it was at the time and also just for me like in the music world i think glee will always be like a show that made old music relevant again and made yeah. new music like relevant to those that may not have appreciated it before so yeah. and made broadway music like cool to those yeah. people that maybe aren't in the broadway world you know like it just we haven't had a show that really explored like all the genres of music because even smash like smash is a great show but it's really more broadway focused you know like yeah. it's mainly for like the broadway world and so i love that glee like did everything and had every type of character and every type of music and you know the characters were extreme but they were very diverse and very like I think there's a little bit of I think everyone can see a little bit of themselves in every character I mean kind of like yeah. what we said like we don't necessarily relate to one character because I don't think the characters are too extreme that like no one would <laughs> right. relate but like, like if we were we that could person see, it'd be like we would be like it'd be a little concerning yeah. but like you can see yourself in like a little bit of everyone which I think yeah. is I think that's like I think that's cool. I think they made really well-crafted like three-dimensional characters yeah. and that were like all really flawed, but all really like lovable at the same yeah. time, except for Will. Um, but trash. like, absolute trash. yeah. So yeah, I, I do think Glee will hold a place like, and, and I'm seeing it even now, like, like I said, like with my current students that like Glee still does hold up as far as like one of those shows that people in high school can 
relate to, you know, yeah. like there's a couple of those shows in our lives. That I think that like people in high school, like can look back on it and be like, wow, that show really like helped me, you know, helped shape me or whatever. And so I think Glee is one of those shows. And even though went past its prime, I think it's still, it definitely jumped the shark. Show. Yeah. 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 It 100%. definitely jumped the shark. Um, yeah. No, that's beautiful. That is like that. Everything you said, so accurate. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to add to it is um, needed more Amber Riley. I'm really like Ugh. upset that like she didn't get the. I'm glad that Amber Riley is like thriving post Glee because oh she God, deserves yeah. it. Um, totally. But she, like that, if there's one character I wanted more of, and like I loved that that was also a constant like kind of call out too. She's like, you guys just give me a note to wail. Yeah, yeah. Like give me an Aretha note. And that's it. And that's true. Like she could hold her own. She could do yeah. a whole fucking album. And and so that's my one thing is I don't think you know. I think Am- her and I feel like Tina Cohen Chang. Yes. Tina Cohen Chang really got the shit end of the stick. Like yeah. they just literally gave up on her after like season yeah. one. Like after the whole relationship with Artie fell through, they just never gave her a plot line. Yeah. Like she just the girl did not have a storyline like the entire yeah. show. Like it was like then she was in a relationship with Mike Chang, and that was their that was her storyline was like Asian right. one and Asian two, right? Like dating. That was right. like it. It was like they, she never had like, and then it was like she was the second Rachel Berry. Like it was always like, yeah, she was always with someone else, like in comparison, but she never had like her own. She was always like an afterthought. She was never, a yeah, yeah, which is sad because like if you, you know, now it's funny because like Jenna Eschkowitz has this podcast and she's like, she's awesome and she's such a cool like person. And I'm like, damn, I wish that like she had been featured a little more in Glee and like given a little bit more you know yeah. like storyline because I just like I forget about her I forget about Tina I like literally oh, I'm like I completely always forget about her and so. she was like a vampire like, to the principal for a little bit yeah like, like yeah yeah like there was like a vampire for a bit like and she never had an identity on the show it was like they just couldn't like figure it out because it was like she started out as like goth yeah started out with a stutter yeah they took that away because that was like as, a fake thing that she like created like yeah what the fuck? They and then they like had her as goth and then they took that away and then they kind of made her this like um pinup girl for a while like style yeah. wise like she's yeah. in like go-go boots and like 60s dresses and then she was like this like artsy kind of like like they just gave her so many styles it was like they yeah. couldn't find it which I guess is like I guess people in high school are searching for their identity so that's like not totally uncommon but it was just like her character was just very confusing I was always just like what is she doing this week like why what is happening I don't know 100% (laughs) like I also think that like Mike Chang I think we deserve more of uh, he was he was so beautiful I could literally watch him dance I mean half naked would be preferable yeah and like with his shirt off oh my god he's in like a ton of rom-coms right now and I'm like I want to watch all of them I'm like is he shirtless in any of them because I think wasn't he he was in crazy rich Asians I was gonna say okay he was like the ending with the cousin right so he's gonna be in the second he's gonna be the he's gonna be in the second one he's gonna be Astrid's like and I wait like my chain we miss you we can't wait for you yeah I'm bless bless the world with your fucking beauty um okay this was amazing i'm so happy this is your first podcast yay oh my gosh. i don't know when it'll be posted but i hope now i probably gotta post it before <laughs> your other ones but <laughs> sometimes dude oh my god at uh, least it's like not a new show so it's not like right. you have to worry about it's like you can post it ugly anytime well, this so is kind of why like i'm trying to do these rose and rewind so i can have a cachet of like okay but this week was really busy here's a rose and rewind so, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not a relevant show but it's something we probably all watched um yeah. thank you so much for being on this episode i'm very excited for yes. our other episode episodes and i look forward uh to doing another one with you yes thank you thanks for having me
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you don't want the fun to end, make sure to check out our parent company's website, weaverbeaverproductions.com, and join our Patreon. Cheers, and we'll see you next week.